What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhawks42 on the internet, and today we are looking at another random magic card as we do every day, or at least most days, here at Overthinking MTG. So today we are looking at a, a little gem from Guild Pact called Bioplasm. And I say gem, I haven't actually read it. Um, Guild Pact was actually the very last set that I played um, before... Um, taking my kind of hiatus from magic. Um, but Bioplasm just so happens to not be a card that I saw. So well, let's see what we're in for. So it is a creature ooze. I love the ooze. I just, I love the creature type ooze. Generally speaking, give me, give me a good ooze. I'm happy. So it is a 4-4 for three generic green green. So total mana cost of five. Whenever Bioplasm attacks, remove the top card of your library from the game. If it's a creature card, Bioplasm gets plus X plus Y until end of turn, where X is the removed cre creature card's power and Y is its toughness. I love that. Although, there are a couple of a couple of details here. So I think this card is fun, but not good. Like, if that makes sense. So it's a 4 4 for 5 Just on its face, that's not bad. Like, it's a little expensive, but that's okay. Like... But the thing is, it pumps itself, so that's pretty cool. Um, there is one critical flaw with this design, and it's not the fact that Y shows up as a variable, because that's actually pretty rad. I didn't realize there were multiple cards that referenced Y uh, in the game, to be honest. The only one that I'm aware of is there's a printing of Fireball, um, where the, the writing actually has X and Y in its mana cost, and it says it deals X damage to Y plus one permanence or something like that. Like it's really an awkward little algebraic uh, equation that you have to solve when you cast a spell and figure out how much mana you have to spend. Anyway, so that's fun. The idea of having to solve for Y just to figure out how many lands to tap is delightful in my opinion. But anyway, so Bioplasm actually leverages Y um, as, a, as a reference and getting plus X plus Y. But that's pretty intuitive um, all in all. It gets... And actually, oddly enough, in the Oracle text, it still says plus X plus Y. Like they, they never updated that. But it's pretty intuitive. It gets a uh, it gets a bonus, a buff of that creature's power and toughness. So the one critical flaw that I see with this card is um, that the buff is only till end of turn. However, the card that you remove from the game off the top of your library is removed from the game forever. It's just gone. And so whatever creature that was, it could be the best creature you have. And it's just full-on gone. Poof, gone. And the the flavor of Bioplasm, like, eating a creature out of your library and, like, absorbing its power is kind of cool. Like, I like that that concept. I like that, um, that idea. I would much rather, like, I would love to see a version of this where instead of a temporary buff until the end of the turn, it gets plus one, plus one counters equal to... The creature's power or something like that like it, it just just for the simplicity's sake pick one make them plus one plus one counters so they stick around and then also you could you could do some cool things where um now that we have keyword counters where if there are certain keywords it could absorb those too because then all of a sudden you could have one creature that sort of voltrons out of control by just sucking up your library and then you very much get that like old school horror movie like ooze lumbering through the countryside sucking up everything in its wake um as it just gets bigger and bigger kind of feel which i think is what they were going for here and it's 
The fact that it goes away at end of turn, meanwhile, the disruption to your library is permanent, that, ugh, I don't like that. Like, um, that doesn't sit super well with me. Although, in a deck running a lot of really big green fatties, um, I can see some benefit there because unless your ramp is just absolutely mind-blowing, you're probably not going to be able to cast all of the big fat creatures in your library anyway. So the idea of Bioplasm just sucking some of them up so that you get value rather than them just being huge, you know, seven, eight, nine drops, just chilling in your hand. Yeah, I guess I can appreciate that to some degree. Like I would love to flip a Crosin Cloud Scraper um, when Bioplasm is on the attack. That'd be, that'd be pretty rad. So I don't know. There's um. Or a Draco, or actually, no, Draco would be pretty weak. But anyway, like, there's all kinds of stuff that you could flip over top with this thing. Like any of the Eldrazi, just freaking pick one. I would love to top deck them. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's there, there's a, a high and low with this guy, but more so than the um, more so than the disruption to your library. And although actually, if you're scrying, you can manipulate the top deck of your library to a point where you can do a decent job of making sure it's valuable um and then not to mention of course like brainstorm style effects where you're able to tuck stuff back on top of your library those would be pretty important um if you're leveraging bioplasm but yeah i mean your library like your deck has to be primarily creatures um you know otherwise you're not going to be getting that much of an effect off of bioplasm and there's a huge disruption to your top deck um yeah, and it, I mean, he just, he effectively exile mills you for one every single turn. And so in like a limited format, you would all of a sudden like come up against the risk of decking yourself a lot faster because you're going through two cards when your opponent's going through one. But that additional card that you're digging through in your library, you're not putting into your hand. Like, that's the other thing that would make this so much better. If this was simply reveal the top card of your library and put it in your hand, and then Bioplasm gets the plus X plus Y, that would be awesome. Like, that right there would be fantastic, because then it's fair. Because what you're doing then is you're still getting that buff, you still have the deck building restrictions, but you're also telegraphing your opponent exactly what is what is. Um, in your hand. So they get to see all of your top decks for the rest of the game as long as Bioplasm is down. Or at least, like, you're drawing an extra card, but they get your opponent gets to see it. So it's not every single one of your top decks, but your opponent gets to see at least half of your hand um, when Bioplasm is down. So there's a legitimate downside, but you still get these per-turn buffs. Um, and there's a chaotic element, because you never quite know how big Bioplasm is going to be when it swings. So that's all fine and good. Um, I think the fact that it's a 5-drop makes this really difficult to play. I, I can't think of a format where this would really work. I mean, as a fun thing you want to do in an Ooze Tribal deck in Commander, sure. Like, why not? But you can play with anything in Commander and justify it. Because if it's what you find fun, rock on, go do it. You know, but as a 5-drop, as a it just feels like it's way too slow to be successful in um, formats like Modern or Pioneer. Definitely not. Like Legacy, this is laughable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know where it would where this would fit. Actually, I don't think it fits anywhere. I have a feeling you could probably get these for about a quarter, if that. Because um, it's a fun flavor. You know, it's a, it's a delightful ooze. So for the ooze tribal commander folks out here, when you're done with, um, you know, so when you go over to your card vendor of choice um, and decide to pick up, 
your chaotic goo for your ooze tribal deck, go ahead and grab a bioplasm while you're there. That's uh, certainly not not a bad idea. But yeah, that's really the only situation where I could see it. So it's it's interesting. Um, the other thing that would be fun actually is if this was like a zero zero for one and it had that effect, because then you would just ramp the chaotic element through the roof, but then you'd have kind of this weird, fun build around, because there are moments when you could top deck, or you could flip a huge monster off the top, and all of a sudden on turn two, you could be swinging with a 12-12. You know, uh, that's pretty cool. But, I mean, that also all of a sudden becomes easy to abuse, though. So that's why we will probably never see anything quite like that. Because, yeah, you could run a deck with, like, 10 lands, um, four bioplasms, and then nothing but the biggest, nastiest, redonkulous creatures you can find, and then just aggressively mulligan down to, like, one forest and a bioplasm. Um, but yeah, that's why so it costs five, so you can't do that. Yeah, I don't know, man. This ability, like, the fact that it shows Y, the fact that it leverages Y as a, uh, as a variable, I really dig that. But um, all in all, I don't think this is particularly playable. So, I don't know, it's interesting. And it's also an attack trigger. You don't see, um, I don't know. Generally, I find attack triggers to be interesting because they're, they're similar to ETBs, just not. Yeah, so Bioplasm. Interesting stuff. So this was printed in Guild Pact, and this was actually a rare. So this is one of those, um, I think, kind of bummer rares if you if you were to crack it. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if some rather interesting um, limited decks included this. Like It's the kind of thing where if... I opened, like, if I cracked a pack of Guild Pact and this was sitting there as the rare, I would seriously consider grabbing it and trying to build around it in, in Limited. Um, if if you are familiar with the Guild Pact Limited and uh, you know whether or not this was a, a viable card, please let me know in the comments below. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to hear about it. Anyway, thank you so much for hanging out. I really appreciate it. If you are watching this on YouTube, please click the like button as well as click the subscribe and the little bell so you can get notified every time a new video comes up. That is super cool. If you're listening to this on a podcast, thank you so much. Please like and review it in your podcast app of choice. That just helps the algorithm and really um, helps boost the signal. So it, that is a huge way of supporting content creators, not just myself. If you if you know of any other, like if there's another podcast that you listen to or another um, YouTuber who you really enjoy, smash the like button, give them the sub, give them like all that free way, all the free stuff you can do to support them, do it because it helps so much. Anyway, pitch over. I'm going to go ahead and head out. Thank you all for being here. You guys are the greatest and I will catch you next time.